All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Rebunk. My name is Scott, coming at you live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. Very excited to be here with you guys today. So, <clears throat> as it turns out, I'm right here uh, texting with Clay Clark's assistant. There might have been a mix-up on the time. So, we're going to see what happens here. You might just be stuck with me today, and you get to see uh, my skills of just pulling a show out of my ass. I don't know. We might just have to figure it out on the go here. So, I'm going to ask all of you a favor, if that's the case. I'm waiting for confirmation as to whether or not the times got mixed up, so Clay Marina may not be here. <laughs> so, I'm asking for your help, folks. If you're out there watching, if you're on Rumble, if you're on Rockfin, if you're out hanging out, watching the show, enjoying the show, um, audience participation is encouraged. Maybe we'll do something crazy like we do with the uh, Unjected show, where I'll put the StreamYard link out publicly, and y'all can just hop on the show and chat with me if you want. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I do have a couple things, I guess, we can talk about. Um, but we'll just see how it goes here. So anyway, I guess while we're waiting to see what happens there, I guess there's a few things I could go over real quick. You know, the standard standard stuff that we always talk about before the show. Uh, let me get all this pulled up here. And yeah, big shout out to all you people out there watching and enjoying the show. So let's just do this real quick. So if you guys want to follow and support the show, here's the best thing to do. So you head over to rebunked.news. That's the main webpage. Uh, basically just a landing page. One of these days, I really want to get to the point where I like post the episodes on there, at least embed the links. It's just not part of my workflow right now. I need to get in the habit of doing that, but I really want to encourage you to go over to rebunked.news. Check it out. Check out all the links to everything. This, this right here at the very top, this is the new Rebunked Substack, right? So now this serves as the newsletter. So you can see right here, this is what that looks like. This is where I post all the episodes that are about to go live. So if you want to stay up to date with the show, you can either enter your email right here at rebunked.news or you can click it or go to rebunked.substack.com and you can get uh, you can sign up here. Now, this is all free. Everything I put out here is for free. Uh, I will. I do intend on doing some like, you know, premium bonus episodes on here. One of the things that you can do is you can choose to upgrade your subscription for $5 a month. Just $5 a month really helps to go a long way for supporting the show. Um, there's an actual discounted uh, rate there for $50 a year. And there's a founding member option, which I'm going to offer incentives for people that way. But um, yeah, just go subscribe. That way you stay up to date with the show. It's like a newsletter. Pops in your inbox whenever I'm about to go live. All that good stuff. So rebunk.substack.com. Um, as we're going down through some of these, we have Richard Grove's autonomy course which I had the privilege of attending season eight. Um, it's basically just uh, entrepreneurial skills, community skill. Like, like basically it's an online community of all these other people that come there to learn how to better themselves as entrepreneurs, as people, um, you know, and it's all like centered around kind of Liberty, um, like just autonomy, like finding more autonomy in your life. So watch this video at the top. There's this, their landing page is fantastic. There's all kinds of information that you can glean from this, but if it's something that you feel like you could benefit from, you click, I'm interested. And then that takes you to the obstacle course. Okay. It's free obstacle course. You just go through it. It takes a while to get through. Like you can't just pay and be in the course. They actually select who's going to be in the course. And that's all based on how well you do in the obstacle course. If you make it through to the end, then, um, you know, you might be initiated. It's kind of like a secret society, like a really cool entrepreneur secret society. So, uh, autonomy is a fantastic course. I, I, like I said, I took season eight, season 10 is about to kick off. Um, and once you're a member, you're a member for life. 
So you can, I plan on popping back into season 10, meeting the new, uh, the new students and, uh, you know, seeing if there's anything I could offer them or they can offer me, you know what I mean? Cause that's the thing is like, we, we kind of feed off each other, you know, you meet other people that are working on these really cool projects and it's like, Oh man, I might be able to help with that. And then they come and help with you, help you with one of your projects. It's kind of a back and forth value for value type of system. So anyway, can't say enough good things about, uh, autonomy. And then if you really want to support the show, you click the link on rebunk.news right there towards the top and that'll take you down the path. All right. Uh, the other thing, um, is a truth, TRS.com truth, TRS, heavy metal detox spray, because, you know, we're trying to be healthy humans in a toxic world. And we know that we're constantly bombarded with, you know, the, the shit that they spray in the skies, in the water, the food, if you're still on any sort of pharmaceutical drugs, like we're being bombarded with toxins. So TRS is a fantastic product. It's just like five sprays in, in the mouth a day, and it goes in and absorbs and eliminates all the heavy metals that have accumulated in your system. So it's a really powerful uh, product. I've used it off and on many times over the last few years, and it's a really, you know, it really helps for me with like the brain fog situation. That was something I wasn't, I wasn't even aware of that I had, but, uh, <clears throat> but, you know, having been on this for a few weeks, it's like, well, I'm like sharper, more focused. Like things are just words are just right there for me. I don't have to like go, uh, 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 which if you're a podcaster is like, you know, the most annoying thing in the world. So anyway, truthtrs.com, Fantastic. We also have the give, send, go kind of like a tip jar. If you want to just throw a tip in there, if you get any value out of the show, you can just throw a tip in there. And then also you got the t-shirt shop and I can't say enough good things about the t-shirt shop. This is brought to you by Big Frog T-shirts in Beaverton, Oregon. We've got Amanda and Ryan, both former guests on the show. Fantastic, fantastic people doing amazing things in their own right. Um, they got all kinds of cool designs. You got the Beavis Are You Threatening Me shirt. Everybody needs to have that in their collection. Everybody needs to have a Fauci Gave Us All AIDS shirt in their collection because how could, you know, and, oh, and then the Fauci Gave Us All AIDS again shirt. If, you, if, you, if you're not happy with the original just Fauci gave us all AIDS Fauci gave us all AIDS again gave the whole world AIDS like twice crazy so insane so also we've got uh we've got women's shirts we've got stickers baseball caps all kinds of good stuff so rebunk.news forward slash shirts or you can find the link right there at the top of the page um we've got all kinds of different uh you know value for value donation options there all the social medias Primarily, I would say Telegram's the best spot. That's where you'll find me hanging out, t.me forward slash rebunked news. And then um, all the video platforms. You notice how there's no YouTube. I don't even mess with YouTube anymore. I can't, can't mess with YouTube, dude. I can't do it. We're on Rockfin. We're streaming live on Rockfin and Rumble right now. And then uh, this gets uploaded to BitChute Odyssey and InfoWars' Bandot Video. So, of course, make sure you're subscribed on all your podcast players. Five-star reviews. That goes a long way to help drive the show. And so, uh, yeah, thanks. That's pretty much what I got for that. You guys know the routine, same spiel every time, but you know, all that stuff is important. You know, um, it really, you know, one, one of the things that I really subscribe to is like support what you like, support what you like. You know, I've heard some people say support what you like, or it goes away. And there's maybe some truth to that. You know, there may come a time where it's like, I just can't sustain this anymore, but I'm not there. I'm not going anywhere, folks. You can't drag this microphone out of my hand. It's not going to happen. So I'm going to be here doing this no matter what, even if a guest doesn't show up or there's a scheduling error, I'm still going to show up and I'm still going to do it. And I don't even care. You know what I mean? But if you find value in that, you should support it. There's a lot of different podcast content creators that I regularly support. There's several that I give monthly donations to reoccurring grant, you know, 
Grand Theft World, Last American Value. These, these are these are platforms that I value, that I get a lot of value out of, and so I return that value. So if you guys value the show at all, if you enjoy the work that goes on here, I want to encourage you to support it. You know, and the, a really good way to just do that reoccurring is is you know that's why I set up the uh, well, that's not why, but one of the advantages of having the Substack is that it offers you know a um, <clears throat> a upgraded subscription service. So if you click on any of the links, any of the links here, and you go down, there'll be a little. Uh, button a subscribe button right there see it's it's checked because i'm technically already subscribed because i'm the admin of it but that button will be available for you to click and you can choose your subscription level if you want so that's just a you know a little bit more of a call to action than i typically do um yeah still waiting to hear but at this point you know usually clay is pretty much on point he's usually here right on time and i always have him for half an hour and then i let him go and then i try to carry the show the rest of the way so that doesn't seem like it's going to be the case today. So I see there's a bunch of people watching on Rockfin and Rumble. So, uh, you know, audience participation, throw some stuff in the live chat. Um, you know, what, what do you guys want to talk about? What's on your mind? I do have one article that was sent to me earlier today uh, from my buddy Mark out in Oregon. Shout out to Mark. And he's like, somebody needs to be covering this. And uh, so we're going to cover it tonight. Um, I went over it a little bit. I read it a little bit earlier. I'm going to actually put the link, join the show live. Boom. So this is like... Uh, this is basically um, like a live call-in show feature that we're doing right here. So if you're watching and you want to join the show, bam, I just put the live link on Rockfin, and I'm going to put the live link over there on Rumble. So if you want to join the show, it's StreamYard. You know, get your get your uh, background, your green screen set up, get yourself all dialed in, and then just hop on the show. And then, you know, if I see you pop in, you can join the show. We can have a chat. Whoever's out there, whoever's out there. I know there's some regulars out there. I'm looking at you, Colleen. I'm looking at you, Kevin. I'm looking at you, all you guys. So if you guys want to hop on the show for a chat, Amanda, I know you're probably out there. Maybe. I don't know. Ryan's usually out there. Ryan Graham, Big Frog T-shirts. Shouts to Ryan. So anyway, so uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes here. So I kind of like these. You know, I've actually been thinking about what it would be like to actually do like a solo cast. Like, I don't know if that would be like a different show. If I need to do a different show or it's just me talking to the people going over, maybe like news articles, whatever the hell's going on in the news. Cause there's never any shortage of that. It's not like a lack of content, you know, it's never a situation where there's like not anything to talk about. I mean, there's always going to be stuff to talk about. So I don't know. And, and I think that would be good as like a broadcaster. I kind of want to broaden my horizons. I want to be able to go on the fly. I want to be able to, you know, just, 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 get in like a flow state and go, you know, and it's a skill. It's definitely, definitely, definitely a skill. It's something that I have learned and kind of came into over these last few years because, you know, when I first started podcasting, I had no idea what I was doing. And this is really useful to anybody that's out there. That's just starting a podcast, you know, shout out to the ancient ninja out there. I know that, uh, she just started a podcast, just started, uh, doing episodes on, uh, on, uh, YouTube, which is great. We need everybody in the fight. We need everybody's voice out there. We need everybody out there speaking their mind, speaking their truth, because we all are just kind of nodes in this whole big collective sphere, right? You know, that's one of the things that people say all the time when they're like thinking about whether or not they want to start a podcast. It's like, well, there's already so many podcasts out there. Trust me, that's what I was saying like almost four years ago before I started podcasting. It's like, oh, there's so many podcasts out there. Like, who's going to listen to me? Who's going to listen to me? Why would anybody care what I have to say? And the point of that is like, sure, there are lots of podcasts out there, but they don't. there are a lot of voices out there. There are a lot of personalities out there. 
but there's not your personality. Your personality isn't out there. Your unique perspective, the perspective that you carry in this world and you have to offer is not out there. So I know there's so many people that watch and listen. I've had so many people over the years reach out to me asking for help setting up a podcast and some do. And not only that, some have been very, very successful at it, you know, have great, amazing shows. Uh, one of my favorites was, uh, oh God, I need to connect with Adam again. I haven't talked to Adam in a long time, but uh, Deborah gets red pilled. One of the most, you know, amazing shows out there. Deborah gets red pilled. So he, uh, he reached out to me back in the day when we were doing the show called Truthzilla, right? And he said, uh, and some of you may have heard this story, but it's a fascinating story. So he basically reached out to me and talked about how he was interested in starting a podcast. And his idea for the podcast was that his mother-in-law, Deborah, is, you know, she's kind of, well, very, very blue-pilled, lives in San Francisco, all of her friends, you know, hate Trump with every fiber they're being. This was like, keep in mind, like 2020, you know what I mean? So the the intensity and the divide was like fever pitch. And so he's like, I, she, but she's like, she's, she has an open mind. And, I, you know, I give her shit all the time for like voting for Biden, this and that, all that. And uh, he's like, but but I want to start a show called Deborah Gets Red Pilled, where she's a, she's like the co-host of the show. And we bring in all these guests and we red pill the shit out of her. And I'm like, dude, that's the greatest idea for a show I've ever heard. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, and so basically I was like, man, you got to do that show. I mean, you absolutely have to do that show. You can't not do that show. We need you to do that show. And so he's like, all right, man. Yeah. 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 So he was kind of kicking it around a little bit. And then, um, and then like one day on the show, like on Truthzilla live, like I was like, Adam, if you're out there listening, I need you to do that show. I need you to just, whatever you're doing, just drop what you're doing and go get some microphones and start that show. And he later told me that he was listening to Truthzilla. He was listening to that episode and he was just out in the garden having kind of a shitty day, doing some landscaping. And he heard me say that and he's like, okay, that's it. And he went and he started it. He started the show. Deborah gets red pilled. And, and, and it's like an epic, epic, epic show that's been on an epic journey and, uh, you know, I consider Adam a good friend. Uh, we both lived close to each other out in Oregon. And uh, his journey is pretty fascinating. You know, they ended up moving a little bit outside of Portland, about an hour away. Got some land, started doing the homestead thing and just, uh, you know, living the dream as far as that goes. So, you know, his journey has been pretty amazing to watch. And uh, so, yeah. So, you know, when it comes to podcasting, man, like it's really, really important to or whatever or whatever it is. Um Hey, that's what it is. There's Ryan. We got uh I need Weldon. Okay. What's up, you guys? So anyway, I put I put the the Oaky Rich is in the house. Uh, I put uh I put the StreamYard chat if you guys notice there, if anybody wants to join the show. I guess at this point it's very safe to say, very safe to assume that the guest is not going to be showing up tonight. And I need to go back and figure out whether that was a mix up on my end or their end, or it doesn't really matter at this point because we're here just hanging out. So Anyway, so that's my little spiel. If you guys, and, and then Ryan is a great example too. Ryan Graham from freaking, uh, from Big Frog T-shirts. He owns the T-shirt shop company that makes my T-shirts. And he he was on a few weeks ago. You guys, it was a fantastic episode about all the stuff he's doing, right? He's not only started a really hit podcast. I mean, they just got picked up by uh, Johnny Vedmore's platform, you know, but he's also doing this, this project called Operation White Pill. So I want to give you, you know, call back to a couple episodes ago. Go check out that episode with Ryan. That's a great example of somebody who just decided one day, you know what? I'm going to do it. I don't care if it's 2023.
You know what I mean? I don't care if it's 2023 and like there's a billion and a half podcasts out there. I'm still going to get mine going. And it's a fantastic show, you guys. And that's a really good example of it. Just just not letting any of those self-defeating thoughts get into your head. You know, we're our own worst enemy when it comes to this stuff. You know what I mean? All the self-defeating thoughts, all the criticism that we offer ourselves. You know, we're way harder on ourselves than anybody. We would allow anybody else to be. I would never let somebody else talk to me the way, you know, sometimes these thoughts creep in. I got to shut that down, man. And I'm lucky I've done a lot of work over the years that, you know, I don't have those thoughts. You know what I mean? I, I feel like I've like risen above so much of that stuff. And it's just like, I just get up every morning. I put on my shoes and I just crush every day and it feels good. You know what I mean? <laughs> it feels good. So, uh, whatever project I'm working on, you know what I mean? And so whether it's podcasting or just whatever, you know, I'm involved in so many projects these days and those are all tangential and have all kind of were born out of podcasting. Like had I not picked up this mic, you know, going on four years, three and a half years ago, whatever it was, you know, I would not have all these other things in my life. Had I not like stuck to my principles, had I not been resilient in the face of like extreme adversity. I mean, many of you guys have seen like the full ride, you know what I mean? Like getting fired from my job for not taking the damn shots and all the bullshit and politics that went into that whole situation to moving across the country. You know, these are all direct ties back to picking up this microphone and pressing the go live button. I mean, that's it. So if nothing else, it's a journey and it's, it's, it's slow and it's can be arduous and it can be uh, tasking, trying, challenging. You're going to learn a lot about yourself. You're going to fail. You're going to fail miserably. You're going to delete entire episodes of like one of your, we had, I had a situation back in the day where it was this guy named Chris Kirkhoff, somebody I've been following for years. And he's actually the guy that got us going on the TRS heavy metal detox stuff. He, he educated us about the importance of TRS. And, and, you know, he has a fan, he's kind of gone on like gone under the radar lately. He kind of like pulled back. is isn't really much of a public figure anymore, but back in like pre COVID I was, I've been following him since pre COVID just like truth bomb after truth bomb. That's where I first started really learning about like childhood vaccines. He was very vocal about childhood vaccines. That was where those first seeds got planted for me before I really took the dive myself. Anyway. So it was such an odd, like, you know, we were little baby, we were little baby truthzilla podcasters back in the day. Right. Like, I don't know. We were like maybe 20 episodes in something like that. And, uh, we, we finally got Chris Kirkhoff for an interview. I was so excited. I was so excited. And uh, he came on and it was a fantastic interview. Great conversation. Loved it. And then um, we recorded with him on Zoom. And then somehow the video got recorded over. I don't know. I saved a file with like the same file name or some crazy stupid shit. I don't even know what I did. Somehow the video file got deleted. And so we lost the interview with him. You know what I'm saying? Now, I think if I, my memory serves correctly that that interview still there there was we were able to get an mp3 of the zoom call but for some reason i couldn't figure out how to get a video call so anyway you know you're gonna you're gonna fail you're gonna you're gonna mess up you're gonna like delete an entire episode with one of your like bucket list guests and you're just gonna have to move on and keep correcting and figure out what you did wrong and just keep going you know another call back to autonomy so much of what i've learned about what i've been able to implement in my life i learned directly from autonomy you know what i mean and uh you know one of the biggest things that helped me in, in my journey, you know, with like, particularly with like the Substack stuff that I do, it's like, you know, you look for people who have something and look for how you can add value to it. You know, same with Unjected, you know, when I first got involved with Unjected, it was like, I was just looking for ways to add value to something that was already 
in existence. You know what I mean? And, uh, and, and that, that, that's been a very powerful thing, you know, in my journey, it's like, yeah, I love to create, I love to create my own stuff, my own platforms. But when I find myself in a situation where I'm, you know, co-creating something with people that I just, you know, have a lot of admiration and love and respect for, you know, looking for ways to add value to what they're already doing to increase the value of the overall thing in general. That's something to keep an eye out for you guys. Like as we move out of this, you know, just this paycheck mentality, nine to five bullshit, you know, cause who knows, dude, but this lockdown situation they're talking about, like, I don't know what's coming. No, none of us know what's coming. I, I have no idea what's coming, but the whole thing is that we need to create resilience in our own lives. We need to fortify our own individual selves financially, you know, in order to withstand whatever's coming. And I feel very grateful that I've positioned myself where I have no fear over what's coming. You know, there was a lot of fear in 2020 going into 2021 with the masks and the injection mandates. Like, you know, I, my, my livelihood and my, my, my entire life was based on this paycheck that these people held over my head who I knew were not aligned with my values, who I knew for a fact would turn on me in a split second. And, you know, that caused a lot of fear and anxiety, which is never good. It's never a good situation to be in. You know, if you, if you work for a company where your bosses or the heads of the company are, uh, are aligned with your values, then that's great. That's awesome. Maybe look for a job in that realm. Look for a job. Like, uh, I'll, I mean, I'll show you a resource right here. So um, I don't know if you guys have heard about this. We've, uh, we've talked with these folks, like with Unjected, you know, in the past. And like there was some you know, we're, we're in contact with these people. Let's just say that. Um, oh, that's not even it. Hold on. Let me see. Red bull. It's called red balloon. Okay. Red balloon jobs. Let me just, it's not red balloon.com red balloon.work. There you go. Red balloon.work. So, um, you know, shout out to these guys. I utilize them a little bit. I applied for a couple of jobs off of there and, uh, uh, what is going on here? So I applied for a couple of jobs off of there and, uh, um, let's do this. There we go. Okay. Red balloon.com. Now, um, basically, so look at this, right at the caption, right at the top. Find a good job without the woke nonsense. I mean, how awesome is that? So, <laughs> so right here, you're going to see all of these different uh, oh, children's health defense. Let's see, is children's health defense hiring? There you go. We're looking for a graphic designer in New Jersey. Now, I don't know if that's, uh, is that remote? Oh, you got to create an account. You know what I'm saying? But uh, that's cool. That's awesome. Like, you know, they ain't going to be, oh, louder with Crowder. Are they fucking hiring? That's hilarious. What are they? Oh, they need a production assistant. Oh, should I go work for Louder for Crowner? Let's see. What are they looking for? What we're we looking for? Data, recording, reporting, viewer. Okay, I can do that. Handle basic digital. I can do that. Set up, tear down lights and equipment. I can do that. Set up as needed for comedy and super short, or super video shoots. I could do that. Ensuring wardrobe supplies. I could do that. Office wardrobe, kitchen, stocked. I could do that. Work closely with producers and execute projects. I could do that. Um, let's see, uh, preferred. Okay. Requ uh, qualifications required driver's license proficient in Google suite. Yep. Uh, comfortable working under pressure and deadlines. Absolutely. Must be able to work a set studio schedule early mornings. Yep. 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 Knowledge of louder with Crowder brand and familiarity with the show. Well, that might be a little, my, my only familiarity with the sh louder for Crowder franchise is that he, uh, it's basically all the stuff that Owen Benjamin talks about. <laughs> so, and he doesn't have very nice things to say. So apparently 
louder with Crowder as a closeted homosexual who went and got cosmetic uh, pectoral surgery on the day that his wife was giving birth to twins. And he sends dick pics to his male counterparts. So that's my knowledge of louder with Crowder. So I probably won't qualify for that position, particularly after this episode. So there you go. What else we got? Oh, public square dude. Shout out to public square. Um, we had Christine on for public square on, uh, the unjected show and, uh, they're fantastic. Okay. So these are, Oh, they're looking for attorneys. Damn. Okay. Virtual executive assistant. Oh, the, Oh, these are okay. So if you guys aren't familiar with public square, public square is a great organization that, uh, they, uh, it's basically like services. So like red balloons, kind of like jobs, public square is like services. So if you're looking for like a handyman, which I just put my handyman business on there recently. So I'm like hoping that I get some hits from other, uh, from other, what do you say? Like, like other, like Liberty minded people. Let's just go check out public square.com public sq.com. Bam. There you go. So yeah. So you can find like products, services, all this stuff that are, and these are all like Patriot freedom aligned. Look at this. Look at this. Okay. So these are, these are their values, right? We are united in our commitment to freedom and truth. That's what makes us Americans. We will always protect the family unit and celebrate the sanctity of every life. Wow. Pro-life. Wow. That's crazy. Right on their website. Like, aren't they supposed to get canceled for saying stuff like that? Like we don't like killing babies here. So that makes us so evil. Okay. We believe small businesses and the communities who support them are the back. There was one that was really good. Where was it? Our constitutional rights are non-negotiable. Government isn't the source of our rights, so it can't take them away. Bam, bam, bam. So there you go. Public square. Legit. Let me see if I can find, do I have to log in to do it? Or can I just like search? Let me see if I can log in. I'm not going to do that live on the air, but anyway, uh, I, I put my business on there. I don't know if it's got approved or whatnot, but let me, let me check. Now nah, we'll, I'll worry about that later. Maybe I shouldn't even name in my public or my freaking business on there. <laughs> Those of you that, that really wanted to know could probably figure it out. It's not like it's hidden anywhere, but um, you'd probably figure out how to figure out how to get it. But anyway, so uh, red balloon, let's go back and see what other jobs we can do. So what I'm saying is that you guys, whatever's coming, we don't want to be just laying in wait for the predators to come chew out our jugular once again you know if you're working at a job and you know they're not aligned with your values then it's really time to start making moves you know and and what i've already offered in this episode is several different options you know like start your own business man i feel so grateful and lucky that i've been able to venture out start my own i guess businesses like between the handyman stuff and writing articles for like the last american vagabond um, you know, I recently started helping Miriam Hanane with her Substack, um, injected all the injected stuff. You know, these are just blessings that I have, you know what I mean? And I feel like whatever's coming, bring it on because I position myself where it's like, you can't get me. You can't touch me. Sorry. Oh, you're going to make me take a shot. Oh, you're going to make me take a shot. Bullshit. Fuck you. Come and get me. Uh, what's up, Alex? Alex is in the chat. So those of you that may just be joining, um, I guess there was a mix up on times with my guests, so I'm just winging it. I have put the live show link. If you guys want to hop on the stream yard, if there's anything on your mind, you want to chat about, if you want to hang out, whatever, like, you know, I'm down. I'm just kind of riffing, running and gunning as we speak. So the one thing I did have prepared in the eventual, cause normally what happens is clay comes on and he's only booked for about half an hour, which now our time is up. 
And so that means he's not coming. What the hell? Now it's really bugging me. Did I freaking... Okay, no. Tuesday, August 29th, 5 p.m. Central. Thank you. No, nope, right there. Uh, 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 uh. Can you see it? Hold on. I guess it's not really showing up on the screen, but it's like... Do you guys see that? Tuesday, August 29th at 5 p.m. Central. There you go. So there you go. So I'm good. So I don't feel guilty about that. <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, let's see here. So let's go to, let's go to this. So this is an article sent to my buddy Mark, sent from my buddy Mark out in Oregon. Um, Gateway Pundit. And this is a local, local Tennessee situation. Um, headline is Gateway Pundit's Jim Hoff discusses the latest FBI shooting of disabled veteran in Tennessee. Okay. So interesting. I mean, there's a video clip there. I don't know if we necessarily need to watch the clip, but uh, so there are still no answers from the, so this is from the article. There are still no answers from the FBI on why they found it necessary to raid the home of a disabled U.S. veteran and shoot him dead the morning of August 16th. Let's look at this. Let's look at the actual situation. So August, this is article August 26th, also Gateway Pundit. Headline, grieving mother desperate for answers after FBI busts down door, fatally shoots her disabled veteran son in pre-dawn raid by Christina Lila. All right. Uh, article. A family is desperately seeking answers after FBI agents busted down the door and killed their relative in a pre-dawn raid last week. The FBI is refusing to tell a grieving mother why they showed up in armored vehicles at 6 a.m. last Wednesday and fatally shot her son. According to WBBJ, FBI agents showed up at a residence in Henderson, Tennessee. I don't really know. I know Hendersonville. Hendersonville is like 20 minutes north of me here in Nashville. But let me see where dang old Henderson is. Henderson, Henderson, Tennessee. Henderson, Tennessee. Oh, it's two hours and 20 minutes west of here. So it's down close to Memphis. Okay, good to know. All right, so this is a neighbor told WBBJ. I was woken up at about six o'clock in the morning. I heard a loud bang and I heard a couple more. I heard the loudspeakers come out with your hands up or the FBI were not going anywhere before I knew it. I was coming out to see what was going on and watch them bust out the windows. <clears throat> Theodore's family believes he was unarmed when the agents busted down the door and threw flashbangs into the home. It was a senseless act. You know, Teddy was a hundred percent disabled veteran. He had problems, severe PTSD, depression that he was getting help for. This was senseless. He didn't have a weapon. He was just trying to get out of the house because it was filled with tear gas. So there you go. The house was destroyed by tear gas, flashbangs, and bullets. Most of the windows are busted out. The FBI involved shooting is currently under investigation, so the family's in the dark about the details of the raid. So, very interesting. Why? I mean, there's no... I haven't seen anything detailing the, the reason why. But, you know, this obviously... Obviously not good. Okay, so I'm getting a call from Tulsa Firewood Company. I don't know what that, I'm not even going to answer it. No, we're good. Cause they're, they're based out of Tulsa, Clay Clark and the team. So I, you know, I don't know. Don't know what to tell you. All right. The story first broke on blah, blah, blah. No major media or local media covered the story. It was buried for another week. And then they posted a second report. The family says the FBI still to this day refuses to tell them why they conducted the raid and killed Deschler. Now that's really puzzling because normally in situations like this, aren't they supposed to provide a warrant? Isn't there supposed to be like, a warrant handed to the person who the raid is being executed to, or at least at the very least after the fact, shouldn't there be some sort of due process or some, uh, you know, Hey, you know what I mean? That's fourth amendment. Let's look that's fourth amendment shit right there. It's like, 
I have the right to privacy property. The, the, the expectation of privacy in my own home is that no, you can't come in. You can't just come in unless you have a warrant. So if you have a warrant, then I mean, at least there's some, some very little, but some legal justification for whatever the hell they're trying to do. But at the same time, you know, I would, I mean, if you're actually, if you're just running around just stone cold killing people, then there's absolutely a problem here. Absolutely a problem here. So I don't know, man. I mean, it's, it's freaky. And we know that these, uh, these agencies are kind of just, you know, I don't know if I'm on board with the whole, whoops, sorry. Uh, I don't know if I'm on board with like getting rid of the FBI. I know that's a very popular talking point in kind of the right wing circles. Um, I don't know if there's like, like dismantling these institutions is necessarily the, the right answer, but you know, I'm sure all my libertarian friends are out there cringing. Uh, but I mean, dismantling them, removing their ability to, to execute literally raids like this. Um, I would be on board with something like that, you know, maybe just flushing out the corruption, draining the swamp maybe. But I mean, they, I mean, don't they do good work? Maybe don't they, I mean, don't they like track down like pedophiles and shit? Like, do they, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's my perception. Is that the reason why they're there is to like get like bank robbers and pedophiles and stuff. But obviously, you know, what we've seen the last few years is the, the complete weaponization of it. As we, as we've seen, you know, basically them using their authority, perceived authority, the badge and the gun to protect political, um, you know, political entities and to carry out agendas. And so, was this like an ex execution? Was this just a straight execution? Was this guy targeted for some reason? Was this guy about to offer some information about Hillary Clinton? Was he, you know, was he involved in January 6th? Is this just another tragic death associated with January 6th that, you know, wasn't, wasn't the, wasn't the right people doing it. You know what I mean? It wasn't the, the, the conservative Trump people that killed anybody. That's for damn sure. So Anyway, man, I don't know. So it's, it's sad. It's a tragedy. And so, and of course, probably there will be no accountability, never any accountability in these situations. So I really, really don't know what to say. So anyway, um, yeah. So, uh, let me see if there's anything else going on here. Oh, so I'll tell you about this. So I got a, I got a really fun trip coming up here. I am leaving on Thursday. Well, okay. So I'll tell you what's going on. So Going to the Bertaria Times National Festival in Texas County, Missouri. I'm very excited about it. So that's uh, the gathering of all the bears, right? Not not the the bearded leather people from San Francisco. No, not those bears, but the people that make up Bertaria, the Bertarians, right? We're all congregating in a gigantic field in uh, in the middle of nowhere in Missouri. We're gonna be hanging out and. Uh, it's going to be cool. Like Owen Benjamin's going to be there. Apparently he's filming a uh, live comedy special there um, under a tent in the middle of a field, which is to my knowledge, never really been done before. So um, I went last year. I met so many cool people. Like we had like a really cool spot right in the middle of the whole camp campground, uh, big old like canopy tent trailer. And, you know, we were kind of like one of the hubs, like the very last night, like everybody came by, we had a grill, people were bringing food over to grill on the grill. And we just like, phew, we just like, just hung out the wee hours of the morning, playing music, listening to music, talking conspiracies, 
you know, who, who, what are they up to? Parentheses, parentheses, parentheses. What are they up to? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, uh, so it was a lot of fun. And I'm, and apparently this time there's going to be like at least twice as many people there. So it's going to be really cool to see some of my old friends that I met last year. A lot of people I've had online interactions with, but haven't actually met in real life. And uh, the Tennessee crew is rolling deep. Uh, I know probably about 10 of us at least. Like we're going to try and mob all together like in like a caravan, but it doesn't sound like that's going to happen. Um, so my buddy Whidbey Bear is coming out from North Carolina. He's driving to Nashville and he is going to be driving about nine hours. So he's going to leave earlier on the day on Thursday and kind of the gates open Friday morning. So, uh, or I guess some people were saying they're getting there like Thursday evening, but kind of like, you know, the, the real, the real deal is like around Friday morning. So we're trying to get there like as soon as the gates open on Friday or as soon as they start letting people in on Friday. So would be bear and I, we're going to be rolling. He's getting to Nashville Thursday evening. And then we're going to leave Nashville at about midnight Thursday night that you heard, you, you know, we're, we're getting crazy here and we're driving the six hours from Nashville to where the event is at. Hopefully arrive about maybe six or seven in the morning and then just bam, it's on. So that's what we did last year. It seemed crazy at the time. I was like, why are we leaving at midnight? That is insane. But it actually worked out really well. And so we're going to do it again this time. And, uh, and then the rest of the crew is going to be coming the next day. So we're going to be like posting up and trying to, you know, secure some spots for everybody. Uh, yeah. So, Oh, it's got some bears each their own. Yeah, I know. And like I'm saying, dude, it's not, it's not the San Francisco bears, dude. It's, uh, we're building, we're building a nation. We're building a nation inside a nation is basically what it is. And it's really like, it's really just what it is. It's all about community, man. And, you know, you guys hear me talk about it all the freaking time here. The idea of the importance of building community. And it's something that I have been involved with since I, I first, um, I really, it really started happening around COVID. The time of like COVID first started happening. Living in Oregon, being in the midst of all the tyranny, all the nonsense, you know, I, I, I felt alone. Like I had a small handful of people that, you know, I, I knew got it and understood that something much bigger was going on than, um, you know, just like mass lockdowns and some crazy virus that was spreading. Like there was something bigger going on. And, you know, many of you know what I mean? Like you, you just felt in your bones that something was, was wrong. Right. So I wanted to find, I wanted to find everybody like, where are all my people? Where are, where are all the people that get it? Um, it was actually, I believe it was Adam from Deborah Gets Red Pill that I talked about earlier who reached out to me also about this whole thing called Freedom Cells. Freedom Cells? What's Freedom Cells? Freedomcells.org. It's uh, put together by Derek Bros, John Bush, both also previous guests of the show. Freedomcells.org, what you do is you basically go and you sign in or you sign up, you create a profile. And then you go in and you look in your geographical area for other Freedom Cells, right? Other people that are... Um, that have like little pockets of, of freedom. Right. And the whole point is to do in-person in meetups. And so this is actually what I was talking about earlier, you know, where we have like, uh, anyway, so freedomcells.org was a fantastic resource for me in the middle of COVID. Right. And, uh, and, and what, what happened is like, we started doing our own. We went up to the one up in Portland. Um, shout out to Mackenzie. She's the one that like organized the, uh, the Portland cell. And, uh, 
we went up there. I think it was Adam that invited us, but we went up there and we hung out. And this is like in the middle of 2020, man, like with the, the rioting and just like the mass and the lockdowns. And it was very crazy times, man. We didn't know what was happening. And I remember, I remember clear as day, walked into this like little yoga studio. It was like, um, maybe it was a yoga studio or just some sort of like, yeah, I felt like a yoga studio. Basically we walked in, we were a few minutes late. Um, but we walked in and everybody's sitting on the ground, like in pillows, like cross-legged. And we walked in and the, the first thing we heard, they were talking about chemtrails. They were like, yeah. And all this stuff they're spraying in the skies. And we're like, Ooh, this is cool. And there's probably like 30, 40 people there. And then like the next person, when they started talking about like MK ultra mind control. And I was like, Oh my God, these are my people. And that feeling right there, the first time I like, I felt that so tangibly, it was like, Oh my God, these are my people. You know, and it, I left that. I mean, we ended up staying for hours, just chatting with everybody, exchanging contact information. You know, they had a telegram group that we all got involved in and that feeling of just belonging. And I'm sure that you guys have felt that before that, that feeling where you maybe you've been a little lonely, a little isolated, particularly around the COVID and the lockdowns. And then you find a group of like freedom oriented people. And it was just like, it was powerful, man. It was a really, really powerful experience. It was so powerful that I felt the need that we needed to create that in our community. And so, you know, myself, Ed, Megan, were kind of the, the main driving forces of the one, the freedom cell in Eugene. And, uh, we went and started our own and we started hosting and, and, you know, organizing meetups, like almost every weekend we were doing meetups and it grew. We had not, and you know, like to this day, like the Oregon freedom cell that we started, it's got like a couple hundred people in it. You know what I mean? And, and so, well, so I see some people in the chat say, I tried freedom cells, couldn't get anyone to respond. So here's what I suggest when it comes to that. And this is kind of where, where we found success with that. And whether it's, you know, freedom cells or the Bertaria community, you know, this is the, you know, I, I took a lot of this stuff that we did early on in freedom cells and, and, and I'll get to that in a minute. I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. So, so just so you guys know, also just as another resource. So there's a, the Bertaria times app, like they actually have an app, um, and it's all organized by geographical regions. You can like by state or if you're like in Canada, um, you know, Mexico, Australia, wherever you're at, they have like um, and you find other bears in your community. Right. And, and all the bears are like, you know, kind of open minded, homesteading, health conscious kind of people that see through the matrix and get it. You know what I'm saying? Colleen, what's up? You're just here. So, yeah. So, yeah, it, I've just been riffing because there was a mix up on the time with the guests. So I've just been hanging out, chatting, probably all stuff you've heard before. So anybody, anyway, so, um, so with freedom cells, like when you go there, for example, like look for other groups that have already formed in, in that, in your community. Right. And I don't know how much momentum these groups still have, because from my experience, now that the lockdowns, the restrictions have kind of eased up this last year or so, um, that people just kind of like went back to sleep kind of went back to their normal lives. There wasn't that sense of urgency to find each other, right? Because you can go into a grocery store without a mask now. You know what I'm saying? Like kind of that urgency of needing to find your people, it's kind of dissipated. But for me, I feel like now is the best time to do that. Now is the time we need to really start building those connections and really getting our communities intact so that when the next time comes, we've put in the effort up until now to establish those connections, establish trust within those groups and communities. So what I would suggest is go back to freedom cells, look for groups that have already formed, try to join those groups, 
or start your own, start your own group. That's what we did. You know, there's, if, if it's the idea of, if you build it, they will come. If you go to freedom cells and there's not already a cell in your area, start one, promote it, shout it out on, you know, whatever social medias you have, stuff like that. Yeah. Colleen says, yeah, in my area, I only had one young fella and it seemed wrong. There you go. I mean, Burns, Oregon. Oh dude, Gene. Okay, cool. Well, I know for a fact that, dude, I just moved here to Tennessee from Oregon and we started the one in Eugene. I was involved in the one that started in um, Roseburg. Um, the, and, and there's all kinds of cool stuff, man. Like, like I definitely suggest going on there and hitting some of them. I think I'm still an admin for that Eugene group too, which is funny because I get join requests every now and then. Um, but yeah, go go to the Freedom Cell site. Go check that stuff out. Um, and and if, 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 if it's not, if there's not one in your community, start one and then organize meetups. Take the next step. Take that next step into the real world and you organize a meetup, okay? And here's how you do that. Real easy. It's real, real easy to do. What you do is, uh, is you, you basically, wherever you're posting the meetup, you got to do like time, date. Um, yeah, see, I'm getting a lot of people saying like, you know, I'm not really receiving anything. Oh, there's the ancient ninja keeping it pointy over there. That's awesome. So anyway, uh, yeah, I feel like people have just gone back to sleep, man. So we have to be more aggressive in organizing meetups. We've got to find other means of doing it. You know, I love Freedom Cells and I'm never going to stop promoting it, shouting it out. But, uh, you know, for me, I found with the, the Bertaria community, there's a lot of people that still see through the lies, through the deception, understand that more of this is coming and they get the fact that we absolutely need to be putting a lot of effort and focus into building community, right? And so that's why I've kind of gravitated more towards that community. And uh, so what I did, for example, here's a great, so this is a good case study for those of you that are in your community and maybe haven't found your people yet. Here's what I did, okay? So when I moved to Nashville, I didn't know anybody. I didn't know a single person. The only person I knew here actually was Ryan from the last American vagabond just right down the road here. And so, but I didn't know any, like I didn't have any friends. I didn't know anybody. I didn't have any contacts. I didn't, you know, didn't know anybody. So I remembered what I did out in Oregon with the uh, community organizing stuff. And basically what I did is I just went on and I started hosting meetups. I was like, okay, I'm not going to sit. I'm not going to be like, Hey, when are you guys doing a meetup? You know what I mean? Like, Hey, when's your guys' next meetup? I was like, no, no, no. I'm doing a meetup. So I picked a park, rented like a pavilion at a park and I picked a time and a date. And here's another suggestion too. So if you're already in a group and you don't just don't do this. Cause I've done this before and it's a fucking nightmare. Don't even waste your time. You go like, if you post in the group and say, Hey, I want to do a meetup. When's everybody available? Like Saturday. Some people are going to say Saturday. Some people are going to say someday, Sunday. Some people are going to say morning. Some people are going to say evening. You're never going to be able to make everybody happy. So don't even bother. So pick a time that works best for you. Do it near your house. You don't have to do some extravagant like hour away thing because you think there's more people that do it by your house, whatever. Make it convenient for you. Find a, like a park. A great place is like a park. Um, you can rent a pavilion usually for pretty cheap. I think for here it was like 40 bucks or 25 bucks for like a half day or something like that. And then you pick a time, pick a date, location, and then you make a flyer. Like I'm just on uh just on your phone, just make like a little graphic. Like for me, I basically just, uh, just did like, I just basically just like for, for the bear Taria thing, I just found a photo of a bear and I just wrote middle Tennessee bear meetup, June 25th, 12 PM Shelby park. You know what I mean? That was it. Bam, 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 bam. So, and then, and then, and then so many people showed up, you know what I'm saying? And so like, 
from those meetups, now these have become my good friends, my really good friends. So shout out to Adam. You know, he's become like really one of my close friends here. We do a lot of like handyman construction jobs together. I met him through the bear community, through the meetup. Shout out to Princess Bear, Crowned Bear, some of my two of my favorite people in the world. Now Crowned Bear and Smoky Mountain Bear are together, right? And they met through these meetups that that we were organizing. You know what I mean? And so it's really, I mean, it's just crucial, man. There's another group that I'm involved in, and I'll shout these guys out too. In fact, they I'm supposed to go there tonight, but I probably won't be able to make it because I gotta I gotta do I gotta write an article tonight after this. But uh uh it's make Americans free again. Okay, makeamericansfreeagain.com. And this is uh, Dr. Pam Popper and her organization. Hopefully you've heard of her. She's been doing a lot of amazing work. She's a lawyer and does a lot of just, um, they've been suing the crap out of these bastards and uh, Moffa tribes. So this is basically, I go, they, they have one here locally in, in Tennessee every Tuesday night. Um, and this is like completely decentralized. So in your community, it's definitely not going to be Tuesday night at seven o'clock like it is here. Or maybe it is. Who knows? But the idea is like each they encourage people to organize and do regular meetups in their own communities, right? And so friends support friends. That's you know that's basically what we're doing. It's like our own in group preference, our own little community. So this has been a lifesaver for me. So it might be worth you guys checking out to see if I don't know. Oh yeah, okay. Email Pam to start your your tribe. You might email her to get a directory and to see if there's one of these in your community. Because, because this has been great, dude. The people that I've met through Make Americans Free Again has been really, really awesome. I mean, there was a while, I was, there was a period of time where I was going there every single week, like every Tuesday night without question. Like I was over at um, these folks' house that were hosting it. And uh, it was a really, 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 it's been a really cool blessing, you know? I've gotten jobs out of this, like, you know, handyman jobs. I've gotten a lot of like, um, you know, just, just met some of the most amazing people, doing amazing things. I learned how to like, cook like they teach you oh yeah it's been really cool hold on it's just been like you know so all these different communities that i'm involved in have brought and enriched so much and brought so much to my life and enriched my life so much and this is like the most important thing that uh that we can be doing right now right now when it seems like things are going back to normal when it seems like things are just getting uh you know like everything's gonna be fine and maybe it will be wouldn't that be awesome if everything's just fine and all this is just a bunch of bullshit and everything's just great. And we don't have to worry about anything. Right. But at least you made a bunch of cool friends along the way. Right. So, so that was my whole spiel about like why I've been gravitating more towards the Bertaria folks is because they're, they're really action oriented. There's a lot of people in the community that are very geared towards, you know, really wanting to build like a new world. And so it's like, we're not trying to like create our own, separate country or anything like that. Like it's nothing like that. It's like wherever you're at, that is your little corner of Bertaria, right? So me, I got, I got my place. I got my little garden in the back, you know, that's my Bertaria. And then my friends down the road, you know, they've got their little corner of Bertaria and, and it's all about just like crushing. You know what I mean? It's all about like going out, being a, like a very upstanding person, high morality, um, you know, building trust within your community, high trust, high morality, and uh, just trying to be an overall good person, you know what I mean? And then helping each other out. I've been able to help a lot of these people out and they've been able to help me out. Like, it's just such a beautiful, beautiful, awesome thing that we get to do. And this is all because of the, the nonsense and the tyranny and the bullshit. So 
so yeah so i mean that's that's kind of like so anyway i'm just really excited because this weekend we're mobbing out to missouri and we're gonna i'm gonna just it's just gonna be like it's gonna be insane it's gonna be like a couple thousand from my understanding a couple thousand of these people that see through the illusion that know for a fact that uh that we didn't go to the moon and that we didn't oh hey well i got a tip from alex alex what's up buddy thanks dude that's awesome i think that might yeah no that's awesome man i appreciate that so anyway um i think what i'm gonna do as we're kind of winding down here what i'm gonna do is i'm going to just just to to keep it keep it pointy here just keep it on the up and up so clay clark was supposed to join me earlier that's um clay clark from um the reawaken America tours time to free America.com. I know they just had a big event in, um, in Las Vegas. Yeah. 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 Right in there in Las Vegas. looks like they don't have any more. We're heading to, okay. looks like they are. Okay, cool. So, um, looks like they've got ones coming up in Miami, October 13th and 14th. And then Tulare, California. Ooh, California could use a little bit of a reawakening. I would guess you could say, but, uh, <coughs> excuse me. So 44 days. Okay. Yeah. So that's in October. So anyway, you guys can come here and get tickets. Oh, I guess they're doing a bit. Okay. That's a business conference. Cause yeah, that's the other thing Clay Clark does. He's like, let me see. He, he does like his own podcast called the thrive time show, which is geared towards like entrepreneurs and stuff like that. Um, which is a really cool deal. I've listened to his show a few times cause now I'm kind of in the entrepreneur world. So I'm trying to get all these tips and tricks and, um, uh, and then, you know what I mean? So like, I, I kind of got my mind, my skull cracked open in a good way with autonomy. And now I'm just kind of like, I want more. I want more of that stuff. I want to learn how to, you know, blow, blow up all my endeavors, you know, how to like in a good way, blow up in a good way, like make them like awesome, dude. Like why not? Right. So reawaken America tour, you can click there, you can get links. And it's cool because they do a name your own ticket thing, name your own price. Like you don't have to like, it's not like completely unaffordable. If you want to give them like 20 bucks for a ticket. Cool. They do have like VIP seating. I've been to a few of these. I've been to, uh, actually, I've been to two. I've been to two of them, one in Oregon, outside of Salem. And then I went to one here earlier in the year in Nashville, right here in Nashville. That was really cool. I uh, got to have a media booth with Ryan from Last American Vagabond and Courtney Turner from the Courtney Turner Podcast. And we got to interview all kinds of cool people like uh, Jason Burmes and Peter McCullough and like all kinds of people. So, you know, that's the thing is like, I'm not down with like, I mean, that's, those are, you know, it's a very MAGA heavy event. You know what I mean? It's like very, like very, very, very MAGA heavy. And I'm not like, I don't hate those people, but it's like, I'm just like, I can't get on board with that. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I'm not, I'm not there. I voted for Trump last time. Hell. I mean, you guys know that story. It's hilarious. Like I, I was totally all, all the way in on that. You know what I mean? And then operation warp speed happened and I kind of had a little bit of a change of heart. But and then all the and then all the truth, the true colors came out. You know, the father of the vaccine. Trump is still to this day. He's like, I'm the father of the vaccine. I'm the father of the vaccine. Best vaccine ever. It's like, oh, you motherfucker. I heard a really good point earlier today. Um, and, you know, the argument being that like, oh, yeah, Trump was fooled about the vaccine. He was fooled. He had bad people surrounding him that were giving him bad information. He was not advised properly. He didn't have all the right information, and it was the other people's fault. It wasn't his fault. He's too dumb. He didn't read the papers. He doesn't know the research. He doesn't know the clinical trials. He doesn't know any of this stuff. It was his advisors that were telling him 
that it was great, the greatest invention ever, right? Well, he's still saying it. He's still taking credit for it. He's still saying that, yeah, it's the best thing that ever happened, greatest thing ever. So does that mean that he still has the same advisors? Does that mean that he still has the same people that are offering him bad information? If he's still on it and it was the people before giving him bad information and he's still on it, then that means that they're still giving him bad information and he's still surrounded by idiots. So either he's surrounded by idiots still, which means he has no business being back in office or he is deliberately like, or he's on the take or he's on the take. So either way, I'm not buying it and I'm not, I'm not down. I'm just not down. So anyway, all that to say, reawaken America tour. Yes, yes, yes. You're going to find a lot of Trump hats. A lot of, I bought a make America great again hat there because I'm like, I needed one. And it was funny too, because they had all of these, uh, they had all of the, cause it's going to be, dude, that's such an artifact. You know what I mean? Can you imagine like 80 years from now, like grandkids opening up the boxes and they find a make America great again hat. That'll be like finding like a first edition, like mind comp or something like that. They'll be like, Whoa, daddy was a, daddy was a terror. Daddy was a mega guy. I'm like, I'm like, you know what I mean? It's just a good artifact. People collect Nazi memorabilia. It's all good. Whatever, dude. So I'm not equivocating the two. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's going to be a great piece of history someday. <laughs> I guarantee you. there's nothing that symbolizes the insanity and the fury of the last few years than a fucking red, a bright red, make America great again hat. And I'm, I think it's hilarious. It's just such a symbol of so much of what, uh, of, of what we have going on in this world. So anyway, so I went to the make America great again tour and, uh, and I saw they were selling all these Trump hats. They had all kinds of, and they had the, the, the Trump, was it 45, the Trump 45 on the side. And I was like, yeah, the 45, but yeah, do you have like one of the original ones that don't have the 45? Like, like from when he was campaigning, like the pre 2016 version, when everybody was losing their fucking minds over the red hat. Like, do you have one of the OG ones? The guy's like, hold on, let me look. And he's looking through this box. He's like, oh, dude, I got one right here. So I was able to acquire like a pre-2016, like OG first edition Make America Great Again hat. And I was like, yeah, dude, that's going to be probably worth something someday. I don't know. So anyway, so that's kind of what you get at the Reawaken America tour. So it's very political on the one hand. You have a lot of like the political people there. Like you have like the Michael Flynn's and the, the, uh, what do you call them? Like all just, you know what I mean? Like the very, very, very like MAGA type people. But you know, I always go, I really want, I'm interested in like meeting the doctors, right? I got to meet Dr. Andrew Wakefield. I got to hang out with Dr. Paul Thomas, even though I, I did it, um, some stuff with him out in Oregon. I got to hang out with, uh, Stella Emanuel, uh, Aaron Olszewski, Judy Mikevitz is always there. I've, I've hung out with Judy Mikevitz a few times now at these events. It's like, we actually know each other now. It's like, I keep seeing her at all these events and I'm like, Hey Judy. Oh, Hey, what's up? You know what I mean? So it's like, um, who else? Yeah, I said Stella Emanuel. Um, but yeah, those are the people I go to me. I want to meet these people, right? The people that are like really pushing those envelopes, really pushing themselves. And Oh, Mel K shout out to Mel K. Like Mel K got me like a VIP pass to the Portland one. So that was pretty awesome. So it's a great place to just go meet, meet all these people that you see them on the TV, you see them on the screens, you see them doing their thing. And then you get to meet it, meet them and hang out with them. They're really, they're always like just awesome people. So, you know, it's a blessing being able to do this whole podcast thing because, you know, you get to kind of like interact with some of them behind the scenes a little bit. And it's like, it's been a good deal. So, you know what I mean? So, <coughs> man, I'm not used to talking an hour straight like this on a show. See, this is why I got to start doing regular solo shows. Cause look at that. An hour just flew by. I'm, I can't even believe that I just carried it for an hour. That's freaking awesome. And uh, 
but my voice is getting a little, <clears throat> so I need to condition myself. I need to train. Uh, I need to consider it like training. So maybe I will start doing some more freaking solo shows. Cause I like this. I like hanging out with the people and just riffing dude. Um, so I don't care. A guest can show up. A guest cannot show up. <clears throat> I don't give a shit. Show must go on. But uh, yeah, so Reawaken America Tour, just to give Clay a shout out, because he was supposed to be on the show, and I promoted it as such. So time to freeamerica.com. Go there. Get your tickets to the uh, Miami October 13th and 14th uh, show. And then looks like the next one's in Tulare, California, December 15th and 16th. And the only other thing I would show you, too, is that um, there's actually – and Clay, always, whenever he comes on, he always, like, references. If you go to time – if you go to – I just play – I'll just pretend I'm Clay for a second. Like – all right, if you go to timetofreeamerica.com and just scroll down to the bottom, right here, you're going to see right here. Look at all that. Look at it. You're just going to click on, you're just going to click on, uh, click on CERN right there. Okay, we're going to look at CERN. All right, guys, ready? Here we go. We're going to look at CERN. Look at, look at CERN. CERN, what is the truth about CERN? Okay, did you know 2021 technology is a religion? Here's this document right here. Okay, you guys ready? Okay, all right, here we go. All right, so that's my Clay Clark impression. But he's much more cogent in his, uh, in his um, over the top. Like, I love it, dude. I love Clay. He's, he's hilarious, dude. He's like, just like, bam, 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 bam. And I don't know how he does it, dude. This guy's a workaholic. This guy crushes so hard. It makes me feel like an infant. You know what I mean? Like, I know what he does behind the scenes. And it's just like, this guy is a madman, dude. I want just, if I had like 10% of what Clay Clark has, like in terms of like energy and like just his, his level of crushing, pretty much he's got the, he's got the crushing of like 10 men is basically what it is. And so, it's inspired. I like being in his aura, like even if it's on a podcast, because it's just like he's he just shows up, he gets the job done, it's on to the next one. He probably does like five podcasts a day, and so that's why I only get like in a half an hour of his time. But he's always showing you this here. He always likes to reference <coughs> at the bottom of the time to freeamerica.com. All these different uh hey, ancient ninja, you'll dig this. Go dig through some of this shit. Oh, look, who's Vivek Ramaswamy? We were just talking about that last night. Who's Vivek Ramaswamy? Vivek Ramaswamy, 16 facts you need to know about Vivek Ramaswamy. There's all the, the info. I don't know. I'm sure that they have a very positive spin on him or whatever. But uh, anyway, so all these little topics. He's got all these little topics that you can truth about monkeypox. You guys want to learn about monkeypox? Homeschooling 101, the truth about Roger Stone, the truth about COVID-19 case inflation. So there's a lot of good resources, a lot of good information on here. And uh, usually when Clay comes on, he's like, Go to timetofreeamerica.com, scroll down to the bottom, and we, we usually talk about one of these topics. So there you go. The Internet of Bodies Agenda, CBDCs. Boom, boom, boom. So <coughs> you can get your tickets on here, and then you can also just – it's a great resource. So shout-out to Clay. Shout-out to the Reawaken America Tour. Shout-out to all that good stuff. So anyway, I'm just going to go through the chat. Anybody got anything here? do 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 yeah, it looks like everyone's just hanging out chatting. So, okay, guys. Well, thank you for hanging out with me. It's been fun. It's been real. Um, and we will, yeah, I'll see. I'm not going to be back online until next week. Let me see what we got coming up here. <coughs> Damn, I'm sorry. Okay. So I know for a fact. Okay, you guys are going to dig this. I got some. I got something for you. Um, What do I have here? Okay, so... Yeah, it might be a light week next week and early in the week. I might try to do another solo show again. I'll give you a recap about the weekend. But you guys know what's happening on Friday the 8th at uh, 4 p.m. No, it'd be 5 p.m. Eastern time. We've got Sean Hibbler coming on, okay? 
Now, do you guys know who Sean Hibbler is? Do you guys have any idea who Sean Hibbler is? Anybody? Anybody? Anybody know Sean? Sean Hibbler makes movies. Very good movies. Very, very good movies. Okay. Sean Hibbler, uh, Hibbler Productions. He helped uh, Miriam produce the uh, real, the George Floyd real timeline movie that came out recently. But his claim to fame is, of course, uh, the Level series. The film Level, The Next Level, and Level With Me, which I binge-watched, dude. I binge-watched him over the weekend. What am I like, I'm telling you. <coughs> Here's the deal, guys. I don't know what the hell is going on with the shape of the world, the shape of the realm. I don't know what the hell is going on with it. And I've kind of been like keeping it at arm's length for a very long time, right? You guys know I just did a whole focus on the show about viruses, like... Are viruses real? Are uh, are viruses like like what 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 the hell? What makes people sick? What is the cause of disease? Disease. What is the cause of that? Is it viruses? I don't know, but I want to know. And so I did a whole series. You know, we had Dr. Tom Cowan on. We had uh, I'm trying to get Alex Zek still, but we're you know, figuring that out. Uh, we had Anthony Samarov. Uh, we did a whole bunch of other. You know, we did a whole bunch of uh, uh, the Parker. Um, damn, why am I Don Parker? And David, oh, why am I blanking on the damn name? Hold on, I'm gonna have to go back and check this real quick. So, uh, Don Lester, David Parker, excuse me, gosh, excuse me, guys, my bad, my bad. You know what I mean? So, we went into the whole terrain versus virus theory. I'd like to do some more episodes on that. I feel like I haven't fully fleshed that out yet, but, um, you know, did a nice little push there. And now, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of like really actually maybe go for it because I've kind of been like looking at the, the, the shape of the earth thing. And I'm like, <coughs> I know NASA lies. I know we didn't go to the moon. I know that all that's a bunch of shit. But am I really willing to take the plunge and accept whether or not like we're uh, on a stationary realm with lots of lands outside? I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready to go there. And really, it's like, it's a, it's an ego thing. It's like, do I really want to be a flat? <sighs> you know, I have to deal with a lot of stuff in my life. Do I really want to be a flat earther as well? Not that there's anything wrong with that. And you know what? I'm happy to say after this last week, and I'm like, yes, I'm very proud to be, I guess I don't even want to call it a flat earther. I don't know what it is, but maybe we're going to get some, we're going to get some answers. We're going to have Hibbler on next week. We're going to dive into it. And I'm hopefully going to turn it into a series like I did with the, uh, with the virus and the no virus thing. Well, I'm pretty sure there's no viruses. I still don't have any definitive proof about that, but we're going to get to the bottom of this damn flat earth thing. Okay, guys, you guys can be on the journey with me for better or for worse. And it's going to be a lot of fun. I have a lot of people all the time, all the time reaching out to me and be like, yeah, Scott, you talk about vaccines a lot, but why won't you talk about the shape of the earth, man? That's really the big one. If we can just get that. I'm like, I know, dude, I know. I'm just not, I'm just not, I just, I'm not, ah, I just can't right now. Okay. Maybe later. All right. Well, now is later. Now is the time and we're going to do it. Okay. We're going to do it. We're going to figure this damn thing out together because I have some questions. And, you know, if you've learned anything about me from this episode, it's like, I don't like to just sit around and contemplate. I like to do things. I like to get out there and make shit happen. And so I'm sitting here and I'm watching these movies, these uh, these Flat Earth movies, which are very well done, by the way. If you guys haven't seen Level, the three Level movies, awesome. Very awesome. There's this one guy in there, which I'm, I'm going to try and I'm working on getting on right now, too. Can't remember his real name. Uh, I think his handle on Instagram is Flat Earth Millionaire. And I'm like... Okay, so Mr. Flat Earth Millionaire, what are we doing to actually find out for ourselves whether the Earth is flat or not, okay? Why are we not, like, with our millions of dollars, why are we not, like, building some sort of craft that can take us up there? Not not the Red Bull balloon, 
not these assholes. Like we need to get our own instruments up as high as we can physically possibly go, whether it's a rocket, whether it's a balloon. And we need to get to the damn bottom of this. Okay. We need to get to the bottom of this. Uh-oh, uh-oh, Okie Rich, we went to the moon. Okay, maybe. Hey, India went to the moon. You guys just saw that? Like, India just went to the moon, apparently. I mean, that was extremely believable. I mean, I believe every single thing about that story. <laughs> so anyway, that's where I'm at. It's like, okay, so now I want to get together with all these guys, like the Witsits and the Dubays and the Weisses. And I want to be, I want to call, I want to form like a, a committee and be like, okay, guys, so we sit around here and we take shit all day long. And we talk a lot of stuff, but how are we going to actually figure it out for ourselves? Like we're a bunch of smart guys. We're pretty resourceful, right? We can crowdfund. We got audiences. What the hell are we doing? Why are we not funding our own V2 rocket programs? Why are we not coming up with the, the, the ability to prove it once and for all? You know, why not? I mean, maybe it's too dangerous. Maybe they've done that. That's the thing is like, have they done this already? Does anybody know in the chat? Does anybody know? Like, have they like really, have they come together and like tried to figure out, how to do this themselves. Like, I mean, it seems like a no brainer. That'd be, that's like the very first thing that popped into my head, like five minutes into the first movie. I'm like, well, we obviously need to organize something to figure this out for ourselves. Like, why are we sitting here? Like, like just arguing with each other about it or, or arguing with the mainstream or be, we don't need to be outcasts anymore. We don't need to be the throwaways of society anymore. If we can actually go out and prove it and we have the resources to do it. So what the hell is everybody waiting for? So that's what I'm, that's kind of where just so you guys know, that's kind of the direction I'm going. I'm like, okay, we need to start our own space program for fuck's sake and, and crash our own sh rockets into the damn uh, firmament. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are we just sitting around being like, bro, did you see that new video? That damn like thing going on the firmament. It looks like somebody was like riding a boat with the ripples and the waves, dude, on the firmament. It's like, <coughs> we need to crash into that motherfucker ourselves. That's where I'm at. I'm into crashing rockets into the firmament and I'm not stopping until we get there. Okay. You guys with me? Okay. Well, it starts next week. Tune in August or what is it? September 8th, 2023 operation, uh, crash into the firmament begins, baby. We're either getting there or we're not. Hopefully we don't open up and maybe that's it right there. Because you heard about the floods, right? You heard about Noah's flood, like the earth was flooded. And uh, and and a lot of people, you know, I've heard the hypothesis that maybe perhaps, you know, since there's like the firmament and it's like water above, right? Maybe it's water above. So somehow there was some sort of rupture in the firmament and all that water rushed in and that's what flooded the earth, okay? So maybe, maybe it was some crazy... Uh, prehistoric advanced civilization that's doing exactly what I was doing. And I'm like, you know, they're like, what the hell? These assholes over here say it's round. These assholes over here say it's flat. We're building our own rocket ships and we're crashing into that motherfucker. <clears throat> so they did. And then they ruptured the firmament and it flooded the world. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe, maybe they know there's a firmament and they don't want assholes like me building rocket ships and crashing into the firmament. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's the whole thing, which if that's the case, <laughs> I can get on board with that. They'll be like, look, bro, you can't be flying rockets up there because you will destroy the world. And I'd be like, yeah, I don't want to destroy the world. So yeah, I'm cool with that. Why don't you just tell me? Why don't you just tell me that that's what your concern is? Why don't you just be like, hey, look, dude. Yes, the earth is flat. Yes, there's a firmament. There's water up there. Okay, just listen. All we got to do is just not crash things into it. and It'll be fine. You know, 
we do our little space program so that you think we have it all under control. And so you don't need to invest your time and resources and energy into doing it yourself. We got it under control. Why the deception? Why not just tell me, look, it's yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. You just can't crash anything into it. Okay. This happened about 3000 years ago and it caused a huge ruckus and uh, we don't want to have that happen again. So, but since they're not telling me that, then I'm crashing ships into the firmament. So I don't give a shit. All right. All right, guys. Have fun. I'll see you next week. Peace.